Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear, where two music obsessed mates grab a mic and have a chat about what music they've been listening to. My name is Maddie. My name is Vivian. And you are listening to episode 89. So we will start off with our song of the week, as we always do. Vivian, what have you got for us this week? Yes, so my song of the week this week is called Obsessed by Laurel. So if you guys have been listening to the podcast, you'll know that I brought up Laurel in an Under a Rock segment a couple of episodes back. It would have been a little while ago now. Yeah. And since then, I truly have been obsessed. So this is a very (laughs) fitting title for this song. Um, And this is a new single. I think it's coming from a recent EP that she released. And it's just, it's such an infectious song. Like, as I sort of said in the episode where I spoke about her last, it's the vibe that she goes for. She's very good at, like, this sort of 80s-inspired pop without it being cheesy or corny, but sort of still making it her own. So, like, anytime I hear a Laurel song, I know it's a Laurel song, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, because she just, like, the the different, like, production that she uses and, like, the guitar licks, like, they're all so reminiscent of the 80s, but it's just so, so good. And, like, the the choruses in the songs that she releases as well, they're just... They really have this like sing like sing along ability to it that it's just so easy to sing along to and it's so easy to vibe to and it's just such an infectious energy that every time I listen to it it's just it puts you in a better mood instantly. Oh totally. I would one hundred percent agree with that. Like I think there was another song I think when before you brought up the previous yeah. Laurel song of the podcast, there was this one Scream Drive other- Fast. Yeah, that's yep. it. Scream Drive Fast. I was li- I, I was listening to that a lot. And um, I said then, I think I really wanted to sort of like dive into the rest of her music, which I haven't yet, but I'm super glad that you brought this song Mm. up on the podcast because I really, really love it. I love how fun it is and just, I really love her 80s vibe in general. Like, I think it's so refreshing and so interesting in the way that she sort of like melds it in with, you know, your sort of typical pop sound this day, like Mm. in these days. I think it's really, really fun and cool to listen to i think yeah for sure and she really commits to it as well like in her whole like aesthetic in general like with the artwork and the music videos and i really love when an artist does that like when they really commit their whole sort of aesthetic and persona to whether like a certain look or certain vibe because it is more it's like the whole experience you know it's not just about listening to the music you know um, but yeah, it's such a cool song. I am obsessed with it. Of course, I have to make that fun. I'm very sorry, but I'm not at the same time. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> so that is my song of the week this week, Obsessed by Laurel. Maddie, what is your song of the week? My song of the week this week is called Lots of Nothing by Spacey Jane, the one and only beloved band. Yes. <laughs> anyone who listens to Triple J. Yeah, pretty much. Um. <laughs> But no, so I have been meaning again, like Spacey Jane or another band that I have been meaning to sort of listen to a lot more because I kind of wanted to see what all the hype was about. Everyone mm. was going absolutely insane, like everyone yep. at work, like this, this specific guy at work, Patrick, I know occasionally he listens to the podcast. <laughs> shout out Patrick. Um, so shout out Patrick. He's obsessed <laughs> with Spacey Jane and I have been inspired, I think, yep. <laughs> to, yep. to listen to the rest of their music. And this song, um, Lots of Nothing is there most recent release um since their album last year called sunlight um and this track is like peak spacey jane sound like as soon as you hear it like as soon as it came on shuffle i was like this is a spacey jane song like i knew immediately yeah um 
and it's just like really really fun just really really light-hearted like good music and i think it's super like refreshing to hear that and it's not overproduced it's not like there's no bells and whistles to it it's just like genuine decent music and i think that's what most people love about spacey jane and i think why it resonates so well with like the australian yeah music scene i think they've done a really good job of sort of capturing that oh for sure and i think especially with a lot of like their production and instrumentation it really has like a nostalgic australian feel yeah to it. like that australiana yeah. yeah um it's like a modern australiana vibe if that makes sense especially like, you'll know what we're talking about if you've listened to the band or if you've listened to sort of music like that before um which i think is really interesting because we sort of have sort of we sort of have sort of we have talked <laughs> about on the podcast before about how australian artists you know really sort of represent that australian vibe and it's sort of hard to put into words but i feel like with spacey jane you can sort of just point to them and be like yeah this is what you're looking for if you want to listen to that that yeah yeah really good australian music i think so if you haven't gotten on the spacey jane bandwagon please do um listen to this song it's lots of nothing by Mm. spacey jane um so that is the end of our song of the week we'll head into our what's trending segment and as always if there's a Halsey update, <laughs> we will bring it to you, Always. which is exactly what we've done. Since um, the last time we chatted about Halsey's new album coming out in just over a month, mm-hmm. um, we have an announcement about a film, an accompanying film. So I have an article here, a yes. short one from Pitchfork, written by Madison Bloom, and it reads, Halsey announces new film, If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. Last month, Halsey announced their next studio album, which is produced by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross of Nine Inch Nails. Now the singer has shared a trailer for its accompanying film, also titled If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. The hour-long visual was written by Halsey and directed by previous collaborator Colin Tilley. It is set to the music of the singer's forthcoming LP. The film will hit select IMAX theatres later this summer. Tickets go on sale on August 3rd. Um, If you haven't checked out the trailer, it is... very intense it's so intense there's a lot of like it's very much like um really dark Mm. um imagery and there's a lot of sort of juxtaposition of like as we sort of discussed like discussed when she was talking about the album concept it's like this dichotomy of like the madonna and the whore Mm -hmm. and this sort of you know how we can like women can be like sexual beings but then also like be the like mother nature and all that sort of stuff so there's a lot of um really dark but also like innocent um imagery in there and Mm -hmm. it's very intense it was intense it it it's interesting because i think from watching the trailer itself it's hard to sort of gauge a specific storyline yeah um but what I think that that's what I think is going to be really cool is like when it does sort of come out and we watch it, I don't know if there will be like a sort of linear type of story. Yeah, I was curious about that too. I feel like it, it'll be more so sort of talking about what you said, just presenting, like representing that sort of difference. Um, and, and, and like sort of 
in a confronting way, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's going to be very confronting, and I don't think she's yeah. afraid of that. Either. And I think that's a good thing because it is such a, especially like we just said and in her Instagram post when she announced the album, um, it's, it's such a taboo topic that we just aren't comfortable talking about yet. And I yeah. do feel like it is going to be very powerful to present that in a confronting way for us to really just accept it. You know, yeah, I think it's going to upset a lot of people. Yeah. I love but, it. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for that. <laughs> I'm so keen to see what it's going to be like. Cause yeah. um, like, cause she released, if you don't already know, um, she released the album artwork um, in this video and she sort of like walks around the Met. Yeah. Um, and so that, presents itself in the film because it's a lot of like it's not set in like a modern context it's very much set in like a couple of centuries ago like there's Mm. like big ball gowns and yeah sort of like that um that era of um like the setting and the location things like that so um it's gonna be interesting to see if there is yeah like a linear storyline or if it's gonna be like short sort of different stories Mm. or or if it's just going to center around one person, I don't know, but yeah. we'll definitely tell you. Yes, um, if, if we go see it, we we would we were texting when when the <laughs> trailer came out. We I had of, no idea until Vivian yeah. texted me. She's like, "Have you seen the trailer?" And I was like, "What trailer?" Yeah, she was like, "What a movie!" What? <laughs> um, and we were saying like, "Oh, I wonder if it's going to you know show in Australia because on the actual album website it says that, it, that there'll be global showing so hopefully Australia it better not just be like one Sydney, Australian city I know. I'm gonna lose my I'll mind be so sad. but <laughs> it's presented in IMAX so um and I, there's an IMAX isn't I think there's an IMAX here in surely Brisbane maybe yeah, in the I city think in like event there's a lot of IMAX yeah so it know. should be fine I mean we'll see though I'm um, gonna be very upset if we can't see it yeah I'll be so sad but Wait, I'm just gonna does... have to pirate it somehow, <laughs> somehow. <laughs> um if, FBI yeah. that was a joke <laughs> <laughs> yeah no um if it does come out we'll definitely have to go see it and we'll definitely up- update you guys because yeah, yeah that'll be a big moment for us oh yeah mm. very much so it'll be like even better than I, I know we're not gonna get a Halsey concert anytime soon I don't think oh no pandemic so <laughs> God. I think that's going to be the next best thing that we're going to get. I get so sad realizing that we'll probably never hear Manic Live. Like, oh, don't, don't, <laughs> don't do that. I don't want to be depressed. <laughs> it just makes me so sad. But uh, anyway, let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> Splendor. Yeah. So, <laughs> is our next topic? We have another topic, um, and it's all about Splendor XR. So, I have an article here from Metro Weekly, written by Doug Rule. And it says, Splendor XR recreates Splendor in the Grass in virtual reality. Khalid and Church's lead day one and the Killers lead day two of an immersive virtual reality edition of Australia's leading music festival, Splendor in the Grass. Participants will create an avatar to move through what is described as, quote, an imaginatively embellished but faithful recreation of Splendor's Byron Bay venue. All told... Splendor XR will present over 50 of the world's top musical artists, from indie rock royalty to genre-defying singer-songwriters to pioneering dance producers performing as themselves, not as avatars, in what are, what are touted as never-before-seen live sets that have been created especially for this global online event, which is itself touted as a world-first online experience unlike anything you've seen to date. Duke Dumont, Band of Horses, Phoebe Bridges, Vera Blue, Pink Sweat, Methyl Ethel, Triple One, and the Southern River Band are part of the lineup before Khalid and Churches on the first day, while Charlie XCX, Vance Joy of Monsters and Men, 
Katranada, Black Pumas, Hot Dub Time Machine, What's So Not, Sinead Harnett, Amel and the Sniffers, Bandmaid, and Greta Ray perform on the second day ahead of The Killers. Also available, Yoga in the Global Village, Video Games at the Splendor Forum, A Little Splendor Section for Kids, and an online medical centre providing mental health services. Splendor XR has been created in collaboration with Sansa, the San, Fr- San Francisco-based social vi- virtual reality developers. So it's going from fi- Friday the 23rd of July through Sunday the 25th of July with programming on Australian Eastern Standard Time, which is 14 hours ahead of the US. All video content will be available on demand for seven days afterwards. And then you can also go to the website, which is in the article, to see the ticket prices because they're ridiculous. very con- ridiculous and confusing. They have like... <laughs> An early bird, and then they have like four different release tickets, which is very frustrating. But anyway, um, aside <laughs> <What>? from that, <laughs> what is going on? I just don't even know. I, I laughed at the fact that there's like going to be a yoga village. I know. What the hell is that about? <laughs> and like a section for kids. Like, so do you just kind of, is it like an online video game thing where you sort of like have yourself walking through and you like, I don't click know. on different activities to do and you just like watch this little avatar person doing yoga. Yeah. That's the weird. I like, just, what? I don't get that. I like, like, I get the performance type thing. Like I understand like, and also, I don't know how that's going to work, too. Are they, like, superimposing, like, videos of the, the artists, like, playing on their stage? I think so. Because like, I, I've seen, like, screen grabs of, like, some press people who did, like, a preview walkthrough of it, like, last week. Oh, my God. And it was, like, literally, like, a virtual reality... Imagine, like, a virtual reality world game. Yeah. And you are walking through it. Like, that's how it is when you're walking through, like, the festival grounds. Yeah. But, like, I just... Like you said, when you're watching the actual artist, like, the article says you're not watching an avatar. You're watching them actually. The actual person. So I think it would be, like, a video. Yeah. Just, like, pasted on, like, (laughs) a weird stage. Like, I feel like that's what it's going to be. Yeah. I'm so confused as to how that's going to work out. If it's going to be decent quality, too. Yeah. I just... I don't know. I think... Because you don't have to watch it in VR, right? Yeah. For it to work. Yeah. You don't need a VR headset to experience it. Um, But I was um, listening to Bridget, Bridget Hosswaite. She's from Triple J... On her Instagram story, she said that Splendor's sending them a VR headset to experience it, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but you don't need it because a VR headset, like that's obviously when you you'd be fully immersed as yourself, and it, it would actually be like you're walking through the festival yeah. around the virtual festival. But to experience it, you know, you would just be controlling a little avatar, <laughs> going a little a little video game. <laughs> it's so weird, and then like. You know, I think it's cool how in the article it mentions that there's going to be, like, a health, a medical centre, sort of talking about mental health services. That's a, See, that, I think, is a really cool example of how to, like, um, transfer, like, something that, you know, at festivals there are medical centres and it's always usually, you know, if someone passes out or, like, yeah. that sort of thing. <laughs> They've rolled their ankle. And yeah. Or... <laughs> so, so it's cool that they've, you know, sort of transferred that over to still be something meaningful. Um, but yeah, like things like the yoga thing is like, are they going to expect people to like, you know, control their avatar and watch someone like do yoga? And, and what supposed- was the kid activity? Like, yeah. What, what, what like sane human is going to pay money well, I, to like 
That's the thing. What? It, I'm so confused. It makes no sense. Uh, but in, in terms of the actual lineup, like, I think it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Um, like, having Khalid there, I think, is pretty cool. Um, also, Churches, Phoebe Bridges. Like, it's a good lineup for sure. And yeah. I think it's really cool that these artists have committed to something like this. Because I feel like it, there's a high chance of it being a train wreck. <laughs> yeah, I'm really nervous. Like, I mean, good on Splendor for, yeah. you know trying to create something different in this like new landscape that we have to deal with with the pandemic and everything so like i applaud them for Mm -hmm. trying something different i'm just really worried that like it's gonna be an it's gonna tank yeah like Mm -hmm. so hard because people the reason that people go to festivals is like the energy that is there mm. like when you're surrounded by all of these people and you're all sort of like in that space together so like taking the main part of the festival away yeah i don't know how that's going to translate but yeah i mean you won't have that really like communal feeling no. of being at a festival it's just honestly to me i feel like it would just be the same as watching someone play a live set on a like on youtube on youtube just, like, yeah Mm-hmm. I'd yeah I don't know it'll anyway, be interesting we'll see how it goes well like you know like I feel like there'll be a lot of memes coming from this I can't wait to see some like really dumb avatars me too I think it'll be really <laughs> funny um so we'll bring you the update um as it happens but um yeah so that brings us to the end of our what's trending segment now we will go back into our songs, so we'll start off with Under a Rock, and I'll kick us off. So my song for this week is called Call Me By My Name by Cherry. So Cherry are, they're a relatively new, it's project, let's say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so on their actual Spotify, it says that Cherry is a brand new project featuring members of Thornhill, Voidivision, Tapestry, and The Beautiful Monument. And so... Um, I listened to a lot of Thornhill, and that's how I came across um, Cherry, is that the lead singer from Thornhill is the lead singer of Cherry, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. I love it when artists just do, like, side projects, you know? And Thornhill is... They're, they're sort of regarded as a heavy metal, or just, like, a metal band here in Australia. They're very popular, very well-known, um, and I really love them. So going into Cherry, I was sort of expecting a similar vibe, um, but it's not, definitely not. It's the total opposite. <laughs> very different. It's very like, uh, I don't even know. Like, I would say it's sort of reminiscent of like an indie sort of rock, like soft pop type vibe. That soft rock pop vibe, if that yeah. makes sense. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. It kind of reminds me of like early 2000s, like indie rock a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah. Which I think is really cool um, because... I just didn't expect it at all. And this song, Call Me By My Name, it's quite a long song. I think it's over five minutes. Um, And it has a really, like, it has a really good structure to it. It builds in, like, towards the end, it builds so well with all the sort of instruments swelling and, like, the guitars are really, really pretty in the background. And then it sort of ends really, like, it has a nice sort of resolution to it. But it's just so interesting hearing the context of this song and, like, you know, hearing like Jacob's vocals like in this way because it's so different. But he has a really beautiful voice, and I think um, in this context it works really, really well. And just yeah, I'm really excited to sort of see like what else they come out with because I think this is their second single. 
Um, so obviously very new, but I hope that they can keep going and continue with this because I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I really, really liked the song when you played it. Like if you didn't tell me that like all of the, you know, the instrumentalists and the vocalist Mm. were in metal and like hard rock bands, like I would have never guessed. Yeah. Like you (laughs) have no idea that this person who's singing like he's got a gorgeous voice Mm. like screams in half of his other songs (laughs) like it doesn't compute in my brain and i just yeah it was a really really good song though i very much enjoyed it so yeah i mean that's that's such such a cool thing as well is like just sort of seeing different sides of artists that they want to express through music and you know i i really think in thornhill like I love that band and I really think his vocals really shine, but it's the exact same way what I felt while listening to this. So yeah. I definitely think you guys should check it out. Um, so that is my Under a Rock, Call Me By, My Name by Cherry. Maddie, what is your Under a Rock? Okay, so my Under a Rock this week is a cover and it's Nothing Else Matters. <laughs> um, so listen to Get Ready. I have a really big long list of names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the people that are... In this cover are Miley Cyrus, Watt, Elton John, Yo-Yo Ma, Robert Trujillo, and Chad Smith. Yeah. Yeah. What a lineup. What a lineup. Incredible list of people. Um, So this, I was not expecting to like this, Mm. but I really, really do. I think it's so interesting. And Miley does all of the singing on it. Um, and hearing her voice in this way just like solidifies. I think she's found what she's like her niche. I think she's really, 100%. really comfortable in this genre of music. And I am so excited to like hear her in this space a lot more because she just absolutely kills it in like the really, really low register is gorgeous. Yeah. And then there's bits like halfway through and towards the end where she starts belting and she starts getting that real good like rasp on it and it's just like so so good like spine tingling good Mm. and then like halfway through we have like a cello solo from (laughs) yo-yo ma and he also like winds out the song with this like beautiful it's sort of like um really really dials down towards the end and it's this really soft Mm. um cello which is beautiful. And then there's like an electric guitar solo in the middle and like having Chad Smith, who, if you don't know, is the drummer of Red Hot Chili Peppers mm. and Robert Trujillo, who's the bassist of Metallica. Yeah. Like there's just an Elton John playing the piano in the back too, which you can totally tell it's him. It's the so way, funny. Like you can hear snip because it's not always really um, easy to hear the piano with everything else that's going because it is like a, a heavier it's on the heavier side mm. um but you hear like sort of bits in between and you can totally tell it's elton john playing the it's piano so like funny. it just it just like <laughs> all i can hear is you know like um like tiny dancer yeah and i'm like oh hold on but it's just like the amalgamation of all of these people into like one song it just yeah it's so good it's incredible and yeah like i was very surprised that Manny brought this up because you know Metallica they're just like the OGs of metal music like yeah <laughs> bring it into the forefront you know in, into the commercial sort of side of things and um it's yeah this cover is incredible and I just think Miley Cyrus we've talked about this before when we spoke about her especially with her last album like she's really found her 
genre, which I think I hope that she sort of experiments with more or like sort of keeps pursuing it in the genre because it's just insane. Like when she starts in that lower register, it's just incredible to yep. hear her there because I don't really think we've heard her in her lower register like no, that before. Not like that. And it was just incredible. Like she sounds so good and just really just fits within like this big puzzle of all these different artists. Yeah. And it's just so cool um, because, yeah, like I was saying to Maddie, um, they announced like the Black Album, a full sort of like, tr- um, it's like re- going to be a re-release, but they're all going to be covers of all the songs of there from all these different artists. I think it's like over 50 artists. Which is insane. Insane. Um, and they're all just going to be like, they're just all from different genres all over the world, which I think is really cool. And then all the proceeds from the re-release will go to charity, which is also really cool to see. But yeah, like just in listening to this, it makes me so excited because, you know, me listening to metal music, like I've Metallica, like you, of course you like grow up listening to Metallica. (laughs) And so like my mom loves this song. She always used to play this song like growing up. And so like hearing it in like a new, like a new modern twist on it is always really, really cool to see. Yeah. I think there's always, like I've spoken about this a million times, there's always a tendency with covers for them to either go down really really well mm. or just absolutely ruin the song but this one really really does it justice and yeah. i think that's probably like in part to miley cyrus and just the way that she absolutely kills the vocals on this 100%. track it's so so good like because we've heard a lot of sh- like she's done a lot of covers recently mm. like, she's done some like blondie covers and some other stuff so i'm excited to see like her release like her own music in this space rather than just covers so yeah it'd be cool to see but yeah that is my under a rock this week nothing else matters by miley cyrus etc i'm not gonna <laughs> say all the names again um but that's it for under a rock so caught my ear is our next segment and i'll start with my favorite queen yeba <laughs> she's released a new single and it's called october sky and i'm obsessed with it as per usual like obviously obviously I'm going to be anyway <laughs> um so if you have listened to the yeah songs that i have brought up previously there's, there's sort of been a tendency for them to be sort of very ethereal and kind of like really atmospheric type vibes but this one is a lot more stripped back and acoustic and it really brings her vocals to the forefront there's not a lot of layering there's not a lot of production that goes over the top of it. It's just pure vocal and instrumental, and it's incredible. It's so, so gorgeous. And the reason it's my caught my ear is because there are certain, like, runs in this song that just hit you out of nowhere. Like, Yeba, I don't get how someone can be so talented to think of all of these different like melodic patterns and mm. all of these different chords and like it is so mind-boggling like if you're not someone who listens to like people doing runs a lot like you can sort of like in pop music there's sort of little like cliche kind of patterns and melodic like notes and things that sort of get used a lot like they're not bad but they sort of like you can hear them pop up in a lot of different music but the way that Yeba does her runs like it's like no other person I've ever heard Mm. on earth like it is 
insane and just the way that she can control her voice is like beyond words i just can't describe how difficult it is to sing her runs Mm. like it's so hard yeah and this is such a yeah this is such a beautiful song and as someone who um hasn't listened to a lot of yebba except through like the podcast and being friends with maddie i think that like listening to this is just you're just so blown away by her talent as a vocalist because it's truly like indescribable how well she hits those runs like you said and hits the notes but the cool thing about this song in particular is like I was sort of saying it it sort of gave me like a cinematic feel to it but not in like this sort of dramatic way when we say cinematic it felt like it should be like the opening to like the the opening credits for like some indie movie you know what I mean like (laughs) yeah and it's such a like orange color yeah Mm. yes 100% (laughs) hit the nail on the head um and it's just, yeah, like, it's just such a warm feeling listening to this song, yeah. which I just, it's just gorgeous. I yeah. love it. I think, like, speaking more about how the song itself sounds, it's like, there's a lot of acoustic guitar and piano, and mm. it's got this, like, really beautiful, I think, I'm pretty sure it's in 6-8, and it's just, like, this gorgeous, like, swinging yep. feeling throughout, and you kind of just, like, let it flow over you when you listen to it and it's just like it really does like you said it really like warms you up inside when you hear it and Yeba's like really really rich tone does a really good job of that as well and I think I'm so 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 excited to listen to her new music because she's releasing a lot soon I'm pretty sure she's got an album in the works so I'm gonna freak out when that happens yep you're gonna Um, lose it (laughs) my brain is gonna explode um but yeah so for now i'll just be listening to this song it is Mm -hmm. october sky by yebba that's my caught my ear vivian what is yours so my caught my ear for this week is called healing by fletcher so i've brought up fletcher before on the podcast um last year she released one of my favorite songs of the year bitter (laughs) um but this song is quite a different tone um it's a more toned down acoustic like acoustic guitar driven song um it sort of talks about um it's a very like introspective type of song where you're very she's very much looking at herself and just saying like look, I've made mistakes, I'm dealing with it, but I'm healing and I'm growing and I'm moving forward. And I feel like with these type of songs, there is a tendency for it to sound really cringy and cheesy. And it's, I guess for me personally, when I when I hear songs like this with this sort of topic, it, it's hard for me to relate because it's like, oh, like you're just... It's almost like I feel like a lot of artists are coming from like a pretentious sort of viewpoint about it, <laughs> yeah. which I know sounds really like come on Vivian they're just people (laughs) really cynical (laughs) yeah but I feel like with this um with this like with Fletcher's sort of take on it I just really think that it's a very sort of grounded take on it and it's a very realistic take and I think that's why I really really love it and about the actual song itself like her voice is gorgeous I'm obsessed with her voice it makes me it makes me sad that I feel like she is an underrated artist totally 100% yeah in terms of her song but also her vocal ability because I just feel like she knocks it out of the park and I feel like she really does belong in like this pop space because yeah she's got such an incredible talent and yeah I really hope that like more and more people start listening to her but yeah I love this song I really really like it too and 
like you bring up bitter and i was obsessed with that song when it came out and now this one is like really it's i love the difference where she's sort of you know she's gone from this like upbeat like intense sort of pop song and now it's like this slower tuned down ballad and her vocals really really shine through and it's absolutely gorgeous um and i think she's done an incredible job with like the lyricism and mm. everything i think this yeah it's just overall a really really beautiful track yeah 100 percent. and yeah if you're like me who you might be a little bit cynical about the world and these style songs <laughs> i really do recommend listening to this because i feel like you would relate to it um but yeah that is my caught my ear for this week healing by fletcher and that brings us to the end of this week's episode thank you so much for listening if you got this far you can check us out on spotify apple google Podcasts, castbox wherever you get your podcast fix you can follow us on all of our social media at caught my ear pod on facebook instagram and twitter which is where you can send us your recommendations guys we're back into the swing of it so we really really want to hear Um, any new tracks you guys have been listening to or any new bands you want us to check out we'd really really love to hear yeah what you guys are listening to we love you know expanding our horizons it's the whole point of this podcast so Mm -hmm. chuck us a dm chuck us a comment let us know what you want to listen to um and you can join us on monday for a brand new episode see you guys bye